If you own a home, an investment property, or if you're looking to become a homeowner in the Las Vegas area, don't change the station. Because it's time for the most comprehensive, informative, and interactive mortgage and real estate show in Nevada. Rent it, buy it, revive it. Brought to you by Residential Bank Corp. Your first and only choice when looking for home financing. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time. Here's the host, producer, and senior loan officer at Residential Bank Corp. Brian Feldman. Get that down and get rolling here. It is our house, and here we go on a Friday night in Las Vegas, just after 6 o'clock. And this is Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, brought to you by Residential Bay Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time with integrity, experience, and quality customer service. I'm the host, Brian Feldman. And you can catch us right here on KSHP 1400 AM every Friday night at 6. We are also streaming live on the KSHP website. That's KSHP.com. And then just click listen live and you'll be on board. Normally, you can also watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. However, the main response, I should say the man responsible uh, for the video setup, our social media director, Spencer the Wiz Ostrovsky, is vacationing with his girlfriend at Lake Havasu. So tonight we will be only heard and not seen, which, you know, it might not be a bad thing for you guys at all. After the show, the podcast will be available on the Residential Bank Corp website. Quickly, a little about me. I'm a former host of the radio shopping show here on KSHP, and I've been hosting another sports talk show on Sunday mornings at 8, which as of next Sunday will have been for 10 years now. My God. Just getting old. All that, That's all that says. Uh, the show is on a station just barely down the dial. I can't give out the call letters. Uh, that would be considered a conflict, conflict of interest. But what I can say is on that station during hockey season, you can hear all the Vegas Golden Knights games, you know, kind of like a fox. I'll leave it at that before I get in trouble. That being said, my profession, you know, the job that pays the bills and puts food on the table. I am with the best lender, and I should say mortgage banker in Las Vegas, Residential Bank Corp. And today's guest joining us on the KSHP Residential Bank Corp studio line is commercial and real estate broker with Innovation Realty, Clint Whiting. Clint has been in the game for a long time and understands the real estate business as much as anyone I know. Um, His knowledge is exceptional and his customer service is as good as it gets. Clint and I will share some recent stories with you that should prove to be pretty interesting. And Clint Clint will be giving us his take on what buyers and sellers should expect from their real estate agent. A little later in the show, it's the CEO Corner where Residential Bank Corp CEO Corey Wood will join the show to give us his weekly state of the mortgage industry adjust. And if you haven't heard yet, the Feds raised the conventional loan limit and the increase is substantial. Tonight, Corey will be discussing in detail the new conventional loan limit that will be in place by the beginning of next week. Among the many benefits of this limit increase is that it will create a lot more options for high-end properties. You'll understand if you don't. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory, but Corey and I will explain that. And during the CEO Corner, we will be going more in-depth about HELOCs, or again, in layman's terms, home equity lines of credit. Among tonight's topics is how you can use a HELOC as a reserve account and why a HELOC is better than any credit card in existence. Sound interesting? Let me speak right. Does that sound interesting? Um, If it does... 
you want to stick around. Uh, this show is live and interactive, so that does mean your calls and questions are welcome. You can reach out on the question forum, or you can call the KSHP Residential Bank Corp studio line at 702-221-7283. And do me a favor, if you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, Tell your friends anyways. If they don't own a home, I'm sure they want to, and we've got the goods every Friday night to set them straight and make home ownership dreams a reality. Okay, just pay it forward, people. It's time to get the ball rolling with my friend and at one hell of a realtor, broker, um, and it is Clint Whiting, um, and we're going to... We're gonna get him off hold right now. Let me get let me let me figure this thing out. Without Spencer here, man, things are a little bit different, but that should be good. Clint, can you hear me? Yes, I can. There he is. Okay, good deal. Um, Clint's gonna be joining the show, and um, you know, let me let me. I think Clint and I've already spoken about twenty times today, so I just feel like it's another phone call. But hold on, Clint, we've got a we've got something special for you that we make sure we get all of our guests, and that is. There it is, a solid welcome from our social distancing audience. Still heard but not seen, kind of like us tonight. There we go. Now I feel better. What's going on, my friend? Hey, just uh, working away as always. I know you are. Well, working away. Guy, guy was in Hawaii recently with his family, in Maui, okay? Like one of my favorite places on the planet. And... um we're doing business, man. It's like every day. I, I don't even hear the waves in the background. The guy's not even out at the ocean. He's working inside. He's like, now those things we have to correct in Clint. He loves his family. I know dearly. He's a great guy. But uh, we got a, a little bit less because at the end, you know, Clint, my, my mom used to always say to me, God rest her soul, she would say, you know, I don't think there are too many people other than maybe a few vagabonds laying on their deathbed saying, man, I wish I would have worked more. So we do have to keep that in mind. But Clint, as I'm telling it to you, you know I'm speaking to myself as well. <laughs> It'd be a hypocrite. Absolutely. But, but uh, Clint, again, Clint is, uh, uh, man, the broker at Innovation Realty. He's a commercial real estate broker. Um, the guy does a great job on stuff. And uh, recently, Clint and I have closed a couple deals together. It's funny, um, the way that Clint and I got associated was uh, on two different opposite ends, a way I've never met a realtor in this fashion before. Clint was uh, is, is helping... A client, a former client's sons who have inherited her house to sell a couple of properties. They not just inherited her, she didn't have a house, she, they inherited her rental properties. And Clint is helping out with that. And Clint is working with them. I was given a person who is trying to buy the house, buy a house, leaving that rental property. I'm not going to go into all the rigmarole that, rigmarole that. It would have been way more entertaining had you been Clint and I and sat in our shoes during this and talked about the characters we're discussing. Again, like Dragnet used to always say, uh, the, the, the story is true, but we are not, the, the names are, are being withheld to protect the innocent so we're not going to tell that part of it but um very interesting situation it's all worked out clint is still dealing with part of that i fortunately have washed my hands of it a long time ago but what it did what that did was bring two people together that are very very similar in the way they do business their thought process and the way things should be handled their ability to provide tremendous customer service. I feel like I'm tooting my own horn and I hate it, but it's just the way that I feel things should be done and the type of person you should be in this business. And a person that probably the most important thing to me, and I know the most important thing to the man on the other end of the line here, um, is accountability and accessibility. And Clint is accountable and always accessible. And my friend, I, I can let you go from there. I mean, I don't know how many times we've called each other, but there's not many times it goes to voicemail. That's uh, that's very true. And that's uh, one thing I wanted to say about you, Brian, is I really enjoyed working with you. It's been an incredible path 
that we've gone down. And uh, that accessibility is probably one of the key factors, I think, uh, you know, when working with lenders over the years. I've worked with many different lenders, a lot of different clients, and the number one aspect of getting a deal done is having a lender that's accessible. Um, when my buyers are ready to purchase a home, I've got to put them in right in front of someone that knows what they're doing, answers the phone. I know there's been several times I've called you late in the evening, you've answered the phone, and it just it makes it uh, a much more smooth process well, when I've we, got some to actually take no, the call. No, and I really appreciate it, Clinton. And, and, and the truth of the matter is it's not like Clinton is somebody that's going to call his lender at all hours, nor am I somebody that's going to call at all But when you have a certain deal, and especially in the couple of, uh, couple of loans Clinton and I have had recently, they were both unique in a sense. And I, and I got to tell you, one of them, the first one that we did, I really enjoyed the buyers. I, I enjoy most buyers. I, I find a way Clint does too. It's kind of like being a chameleon. I love the different personalities and all the people we get to meet. But Clinton and I, he brings these buyers to me, and this is the first deal we did. He brings them to me. Our first time, he's going to give me a try. Clint is extremely successful at what he does because he's really good at it. But the main thing is, is Clint's got a million people beating on his door right now every day because this market has shifted. Inflation has taken run its course. Interest rates have gone up. Housing prices have maybe planed off a bit, but continue to do well. So what does that mean? It means people are going to be hesitant uh, because a, a higher priced house and a higher interest rate means a higher payment on a house that you might not feel is worth what the asking price is even though an appraisal and everyone else tells you it is. So the challenge is, is you know, to get work and get, get business because it, is, it gets more scarce. We went from, a, you know, a, a, a maybe a thousand listings, a couple, or a couple thousand listings six months ago to now we're overwhelmed with listings. And you went from every realtor scrambling to get listings to now they're all scrambling to get buyers. It's, it's, it's the way the business works and Clint transitions like I do and he probably transitions as well. I've got a couple of other realtors out there, friends of mine. I can mention names like Tom Fisher and guys that transition well also uh, it, it, during this time. But that's the thing. You have to go out there and you've got to be accountable. And Clint, Clint brings me this, this file. Not a difficult one at all, but we're dealing with, with, with younger buyers that are first-time home buyers. Their hours are completely different than Clint and I's based on what they do for a living. And, 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 and on vacation, Clint had said, I'm going on vacation. They contacted him probably almost daily out there. He was always available, and he wasn't really upset about it. I mean, he's in Maui. You look out the window. I guess when you're on the phone, you're not spending money, and it's pretty expensive there. But he was always there. And I never even felt like Clint went away during the time. And I don't remember the last time, and no offense to any realtor that I work with, but typically when they're gone, they're gone. And I'm not saying I'm any different, although, yeah, I am different, because when I go out of town... My realtors call me. I answer the phone and I work. So, but but I don't I, I don't expect that. That's a little too much. That's overboard, and I get it. But Clint is just like that. And with these buyers, the difficulty was they had never done this before. There was a lot of moving parts in this in this transaction regarding transfers, grants or not grants, but gifts, um, and things. These younger buyers were completely unfamiliar with. And I'll tell you, Clint, I'm proud of us both because getting through this. They, what I liked about them and what I really respected is not just that they were younger buyers. They were very inquisitive. Um, they wanted to know what was going on. They wanted to know everything that they were doing. And it keeps guys like us on our toes because, you know, you get used to it every day. It becomes it becomes a job to a degree. And you, you forget to look at the fine deed 
details and the different costs of things. So this kind of makes you do that so you can once again remember it yourself and explain it. And we got through this. Not only did we get through it, Clint, we were about a week and a half ahead of game. I, I, it's, it's the second time this year that I've been told to slow down, basically, because <laughs> we didn't need to close that quick. But it was a great experience, and it really let Clint and I know that, man, we're going to work really well together. You give us a call, you're going to have a hell of a team pulling for you. Yeah, it was it was incredible work, and uh, you know, just on that particular deal, uh, there's there's a lot of things that could have gone wrong, and because of that teamwork between the two of us, you know, in the title company, it just went very smooth. And it's very hard to find lenders out there that can do the kind of job that you can, Brian. Uh, I know you don't want to toot your own horn, so I'll toot it for you that uh, you're very good at what you do, and I can really appreciate that with many years in the business of finding people that. You know, you almost have to beg, hey, can you just please do your job? And, and you, I don't have to babysit. It's you do the job and, and you get it done prior where, you know, my dilemma is going to the seller saying, hey, we want to close two weeks early. You know, and the <laughs> seller's scrambling, scrambling to get out. So that's, a, you know, a good, uh, a good problem to have. Um, and, you know, I give that thanks to you because you've been awesome to work with. Well, we are talking to Clint Whiting. He is uh, the, a commercial real estate broker, um, commercial and residential, I should say, real estate broker. He's with Innovation Realty, his company. Uh, they're located on Eastern in Las Vegas, 8215. I'll give out the address. And uh, Clint's personal cell, Clint, I'm giving all out your information out, 702-379-2512. If you want to talk to a realtor that can set you straight and get you going, um, Clint, uh, the, the website is www.innovationvegas.com, and Clint's personal email address is clintsellsvegas at gmail.com and clint is spelled the normal way with a c um you know clint again that one was good we get this one done and again there were a lot of moving parts and we learned things and and the cool thing is is you know with this business i mean and i and you know at first, nobody likes it, how stringent they made everything, guidelines, and I mean, you know, credit score, it can't be one point off, and the hardest part of that is not that I don't like it because I think it's necessary. The hardest part is explaining it to your borrowers, well, I've got a 679, I know, but the program starts at 680, but I have a 670, it's not, if, if it was a dollar, I'd pull it out of my pocket and give it to you, that's not the way it works, and those things are extremely stringent in this business, as they should be, but the deal is you have to find ways to make sure everything's right to get them done. And in this case, we knew everything's perfect. But the bottom line is it's putting together a jigsaw puzzle. And the instructions aren't there. But the, but the pieces are, and we knew that. And we got it, and we put it together and got that one. So we move on to the one that I really, the reason I wanted to have Clint on, and, and i got to tell you out there really quick, and I know I'm doing a lot of the talking, but Clint, you did ask me to. So uh, to, his, to my defense, he, he asked me to do more of the talking because, because Clint did not really have a lot of time to prepare for this radio show tonight because, number one, I asked him last minute yesterday. Number two, knowing his day was completely packed to the point that he's got to get off the air with me and not take his wife out to dinner, probably go and have some cold dinner and then sit down and work some more. You know, I actually am going home to do a little more work myself after the show tonight since Spencer's not here. Instead of going out to dinner, I'll go, go home and get some stuff done. But the thing is, is that Clint just had a packed day and we had a borrower that 
Clint and I were, were, were set to close. We, we, you know, we, we got ready to close. We had to push it. We're still ahead of the game. However, there, there's a lot of moving parts in this. And what happens at the very last minute? It's an elderly couple, and they're, they're buying a home, turning their house into an investment property. Uh, really a cool situation for them. And the husband is elderly. So what he's looking to do here is he is looking to make sure that his wife has a property. She's done plenty of money in the bank. They're in good shape. But what happens, you know, everything is just a beautiful loan. And Clint and I were really excited about doing it and getting it done again, some moving parts, a few, a few, uh, a few hurdles to get over, but nothing that wasn't attainable. But we get to the end, and here we are. We're getting ready to close. Yesterday, we scramble really hard to try to get this done before the weekend because we have a lock expiration that's coming up soon. Even though the contingency doesn't require us to close for a little bit, I, I locked in on a short leash, knowing my company and the confidence I have in the underwriters, my processor, my loan officer assistant, that we will get this done in the 15 days when I locked it. And so we got to get it done by Monday. So we wanted it closed and funded by. Friday and everything was in place and then yesterday Clint calls me up and the guy sounds really sad like you know I could just tell he's like and the 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 borrower was taken to the hospital and he was uh, not well, not life-threatening or anything, but just you know, 87 years old. He had some circulation issues in his legs, if I'm if I'm correct. And and uh, Clint's talking to his wife and. I, I honestly felt like I was talking to like the guy's son or or close nephew. I mean, it, it, and, and then I almost felt bad. Like, man, should I be sadder too? And the, what I'll tell you, people, to my defense, I have never met the buyers. That's the way it works. When you when you're dealing with someone like Clint, you don't have to. He makes sure everything gets done. He is on them for me. He wants the. It, it's really a pleasure. But the point is, I haven't never met them, so they don't know me from from Adam. Use part of an old cliche, but. So Clint, you know, is just really, really in- involved with his family, and he could truly give a crap about getting this done other than he knows how much they want to get it done. So, you know, people on the outside might look at Clint and say, you know what, God, look at you guys pushing to get this done so you can close a loan. I knew what it meant to him to get this home for his wife to make sure she is settled. They're moving out of their, their house and turning it into an uh, invest property because this home was suited them perfectly. And you wanted to get it done. And, uh, you know, to make a long story even longer, it's done. It, it all happened today. But what Clint had to do to get this done to help this family was nothing short of miraculous. Yes, I had a part in it. Yes, I was up with Clint at 6 in the morning on the phone with processors. But that's my job. What he did to go over and above his job is pretty incredible. And these are the kind of people you as a public out there looking to purchase a home, looking to get an investment property, you want somebody like this guy that the good news is, is you can play on his big heart because I just saw it happen and he'll hook you up. But Clint, incredible job, man. I want to tell you, I'm going to give you the the clap here on the air uh, that they can hear. That's the golf clap. But uh, man, great job on these files. I mean, it's pretty crazy that I almost feel like you're a second loan officer assistant and yet you're the agent. Yeah, I, you know, thank you for that. I I couldn't do it without the you know the team backing me um, and you because it takes everybody doing their part. But uh, you know, you kind of hit on the head accountability, and I think that's probably one of the main questions anyone out there that's looking for a real estate agent should ask that question: is Is my agent accountable? Are they going to be responsible? Are they returning phone calls? Are they doing what's in the best interest of you know the client? And that's what I found with you is. Sure, you have to make a living. I have to make a living. But the end of the day is caring about our clients more than we care about the paycheck just brings business. Um, And, you know, so it's it's just nice to work with somebody that has the same 
goals in mind. Yeah, it's funny when, like, when you, know, I, when I you really and I, that. when we're having conversations, it's like he's saying th- we can almost finish each other's sentences. Like maybe we're brothers from another mother or something. I don't know, but it's pretty cool. But you know, real quickly because we got to take a break. But before we go to break, kind of walk us through just your morning today. What you what you did to get this procedure done? And people, this is the kind of thing that that should be being done for you by your loan officer and more importantly by your realtor who is there with you in the trenches. But check this out this morning. You know, we can take it past this morning when we made the calls and we knew what we had to do, but what you went through and what you got done. All right. So, uh, you know, started early uh, around six or seven o'clock this morning, uh, scrambling to see if we can get all of the documents prepared and, and get the buyer in line. It was uh, a lot of hoops that we had to jump through. Uh, we ended up having about an hour timeline where we had to get these docs, you know, signed with a notary. And it, it was challenging, um, but uh, that's part of the thing that we do is we work until we get something done. And, uh, you know, so we worked hard. We were able to schedule in, get that notary in, get it taken care of. And, uh, you know, at the last minute, was able to fund uh, the, the property. And tonight, it, you know, it's it's uh, interesting, like you said, Brian, that uh, I'll have cold dinner. And that's absolutely true because what I'm going to be doing after the show here is going to get the keys you know, and oh, uh, so help cool. my buyers get moved into the property. Well, um, the one, you know, I, did you now? Did I miss this? Did you tell people where, when you're talking about getting a notary and what you had to get done, where you had to, where the guy signed his closing docs at? You don't have to tell the exact oh, yeah. place. So, just so, uh, that, that's kind of a big yeah, important so, thing in this. Absolutely. So we had to uh, coordinate uh, at the hospital uh, with my client that was, you know, in a hospital bed. It was uh, extra challenging because their condition made it really difficult to find. So. It was it was quite the path, and but what what I like is working with all buyers, and especially in this particular situation, uh, learning to have that compassion for others and doing what's best for them. Now, this whole process took about three hours. A typical signing, as Brian, you know, could confirm, is you know, 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes. Um, but to us, the most important thing was take however long it needs to take, you know in whatever circumstance and this was a very unique circumstance we we put it all together we had everybody that that did their part and it just made it a phenomenal thing and and then tonight uh, you know i get to go late after the show and and uh, help the buyers get moved into their home and you know get settled in so it's it's an incredible process i love working with all of my buyers all of my sellers it's you know i have a passion for real estate uh, once again, that is Clint Whiting, and again, commercial and residential real estate broker with Innovation Realty. Um, I just got to tell you, Clint, the the quick details left out of that because, um, again, humility will get you everywhere. But yesterday, we were really trying to get this done. He what the 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 buyer wasn't feeling real well, and we thought maybe he would have to go to the hospital. And he kind of wanted he wanted to get it done the buyer before he went to the hospital. So we were trying to push that, but unfortunately, it was something that had to happen. He had to go to the hospital, and in the emergency room, they don't they don't even let a family member in the emergency room, let alone somebody else. So there's nothing we could do. And they, you know, we looked at the visiting hours and I mean, so much went into it yesterday and realized, you know, we'd have to wait till the next day. There's just no way around that. Had a Clint had a notary, a mobile notary stand standing by ready to go to the hospital. And every, we were getting deterring information. The noble notaries telling us uh, she just was unable to do it at a different hospital. And, you know, so we found guest hours. Well, we had about a two hour window where they allow more than one guest 
going into the room. Clint had to get all of this done. The mobile notary that last night that had the documents actually uh, had already had prior um, prior uh, in, uh, responsibilities this morning, so she couldn't do it. He gets with the title company. I'm on the phone with another title company, and this is all you're talking, 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. People, they're not even to work yet, and we're, we're getting them up and getting them going early, getting all this done, and then um, it, then it turns out, the docs, Clint has to go back to his office, print the doc, a new set of documents, meet the notary at the hospital, and Clint and the notary and the co-borrower, for lack of better terms, the, the, the spouse of the borrower, and who's also one of the borrowers, the three of them had to assist the, the borrower signing every single document, somebody holding it, somebody putting their hand behind it. I mean, it was a process, and I wish I had it on videotape. It would have been a long process, but just an incredible, and... It's amazing what you can get done when you care and you put enough effort into it. That's the whole thing. The sky is the limit with everything. Listen, we are way overdue for this break. We are going to take a break right now. On the other side, we're going to have Corey Wood on the show. Corey's going to talk about a couple of cool things that you definitely want to stick around for. Number one, the increase in the conventional loan limits. Way cool. And we're going to talk a little bit more about HELOCs and how beneficial they are using the equity in your home. Also, on the other side, we've got Clint Whiting, uh, who's been joining the show. Hopefully, he can stick around for a little bit longer and uh, we will be uh, we'll be back right after this hey everybody it's brian shapiro and i'm hosting my new show pushing the limits right here on kshp starting monday february 21st noon to 2 p.m monday through friday listen it's a show like no other in the valley we're covering it all here local and national sports of course the raiders the knights aces unlv and more i'll bring you some of the biggest names on the planet when it comes to entertainment i'll also cover big local news stories that affect you and even sprinkle a little politics into the equation find another show that does all that and i'm not afraid to cover anything that matters but here's the best part I've always done this throughout my career, and I'm going to continue to do it. Push the Limits will be the most interactive show in town. I'll always give our listeners an opportunity to sound off. So please join me starting February 21st, noon to 2 p.m., Monday through Friday, right here on KSHP, and find out how I push the limits every day. Hey, if you own or plan to own a home, listen up. I'm Brian Feldman, host of Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, and today I'm talking Residential Bank Corp, a mortgage company with licensed pros taught to treat every client exactly as they would want to be treated. At Residential Bank Corp, they offer a wide variety of mortgage programs and a speedy process. From the time your application is taken until your loan funds, your loan officer will keep you informed throughout the entire process, and that process can take as little as two weeks. At Residential Bank Corp, we offer the standard conventional FHA and VA. We have down payment assistance, homes for heroes, teachers' grants, self employed foreign nationals and pretty much every mortgage program offered in the state when i'm not on the radio i'm a licensed loan officer at residential bank corp and i'd love to meet you the office is located in las vegas at 3068 east sunset between eastern and pecos come on in and let's get you approved today residential bank corp funding america one neighborhood at a time brian feldman nmls 116-2258 louis galindo nmls 145-5715 branch nmls 120-894 corporate nmls 210-853 equal housing lender. 
Experience the Artisan Hotel's theme suites, restaurant, bar, pool, and complimentary valet. During the week, the Artisan is a quiet Las Vegas retreat that's great for travelers and locals. The weekend is all about nonstop partying and the award-winning Artisan nightlife. All rooms include free gym access and Wi-Fi. The Artisan Hotel is centrally located between the Strip and downtown Las Vegas. Book your stay at artisanhotel.com. The Artisan Hotel, your unique Las Vegas boutique hotel. Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar is a new standalone sports bar and gaming facility in downtown Las Vegas. Located just down the road from Cashman Field at 931 North Las Vegas Boulevard, Kickers is the perfect place to watch and hear all your favorite games and sporting events. A unique and intimate atmosphere that includes 17 big screens and 15 gaming machines. Kickers caters to hockey fans with a center ice package. And when our Vegas hockey team is playing, enjoy $2 shots throughout the game and free shots every time they score. For football season, Kickers has the NFL ticket and is a Green Bay Packers bar. During every pack game kickers gives away jerseys and raffles off packers gear kickers is also the place to go for ufc fights and pay-per-view events because they show them all and kickers pays it forward like no other establishment in las vegas welcoming first responders and frontline workers with 50 percent off their tab all day every day follow kickers on social media to stay informed about all their events viewing parties and happenings one visit and you'll become a regular check it out today kickers gaming and sports bar downtown las vegas at 931 north las vegas boulevard To get the inside scoop, updates on interest rates, home financing programs, industry secrets and projections you can't get anywhere but right here on Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. That's right. It's time for the CEO Corner with Residential Bank Corp. Chief Executive Officer Corey Wood with this week's State of the Mortgage Industry Address. Now, here's Corey. And it is that time, the CEO corner with Chief Executive Officer of Residential Bank Corp. Corey Wood joining the show with some pretty cool news. I mean, if you've been paying attention, you've probably heard about it, but you might not know all the nuances and details. But before we get into all that, let me say hello to our guru, the CEO of Residential Bank Corp. Corey Wood. How you doing, Corey? Hey, Brian, I'm doing wonderful today. Another great week in the mortgage industry. It really is. It's uh, cool stuff. And when you get some news that uh, that uh, we are going to have an increase in conventional loan limits, that is nothing but tremendous news, Corey. It is, Brian. So where we were at previously, so the maximum conforming loan limit was at 647200 and we just got word that we're going up to 715000 So what that means is if uh, if you're a home buyer and you're buying anywhere from 715000 loan amount on down, you're basically getting the Fannie Mae pricing. You're not having to go into the jumbo limits. You're not having to put more down. You can put a minimum of 3, 3% down on conforming. And still get that, um, still get that good Fannie Mae rate. So uh, it is, it is great for our industry. It's great for a lot of homeowners that you know may have been buying a home that they thought they were going to have jumbo financing on, which has higher rates. Now they're going to get a better rate because they're now in the conforming loan limits. 
Yeah, they are. And, and, and it's amazing that you're talking about, you know, 3% down where your loan can be as high as 715 and not be jumbo. I mean, you look at the past couple of years, the increase in those loan limits, it's incredible because, again, you can take advantage of a lower down payment on a lot more house, which is absolutely incredible. And it is a huge increase, Corey, like you said, 10.5%. Yeah, it's a, it's a ten and a half percent increase, and, and Brian, I can tell you, you know, I started in this industry in 1992, and I, I believe the conforming loan limit was right around 203,000. We're now up at 715,000, so it's just giving the average or the homeowner more buying power out there with a better interest rate and a better term for your down payment. Because the biggest thing on jumbo is most jumbos to get a good jumbo rate, you need to be 20 percent down. Yep. Where in this instance you're only having to go three to five percent down and even on the five percent downs you're getting a very good rate if you've got a good credit score no question about it. I mean, when you put the 3% down on a, on a you know, to, to meet the conventional loan limit, you, your, uh, your purchase price could be about over $736,000. And that is considered a conventional loan. Again, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac guidelines, it's so cool. That, that, and if you're putting 5% down, you're, you're more up around 750000 And that is not considered jumbo, which is, like you said, Corey, something unheard of. I didn't think we'd ever get to this point. Whenever you say anything over 600000 I've always thought jumbo. And we've been alleviated from that a while ago because it was you know it's over six hundred forty-seven thousand. But this is absolutely incredible. A lot more options for higher end properties, no question about it. Yep, and Brian, this is not limited to any certain county because you know certain certain products are limited to loan amounts in different counties. This is any county in the U.S., so they could be in um, you know a county that's more rural area, and you can still go into those larger loan limits. Um, and where this helps us out, we have a lot of consumers that are moving more into the rural areas, uh, looking for more acreage, and maybe they're buying five or ten acres with a property on it. Well, this is right up that alley where you could buy a larger property. And and still fit into that conforming loan limit. As long as there are comparables within that market for that, um, then we're financing those under Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Yeah, three per, well, depending on what the down payment is required on that in there, but as little as 3% down on a $715,000 loan limit. Just incredible. Corey, one of the other things, we brought him up last week, something that has come back uh, for a little short period of time now, but something we've been anticipating and wanting for a long time, and it is the HELOC. And people understand the home equity line of credit, the be- some of the benefits to it, but Corey, right now may be the most beneficial time ever to think about a HELOC, if you, you know, based on the equity of your home. Because again, a HELOC... In, in this instance, based on the interest rate, the payment that you would have, it, it's like a revolving credit card. Well, it is, Brian. And, and the good thing with the HELOCs, well, first of all, uh, right now is a great time because there's people that have so much equity in their properties. And even if you're not planning on using the money right now, maybe maybe you use it as a reserve in the future. You know, maybe you have an investment that comes up. Maybe you need the money for whatever it might be. Instead of tapping into a credit card, because if you look at the average credit card, they're ranging anywhere from 18 to the 20% interest range, where a home equity line of credit right now, it's prime plus a margin, and the margins range anywhere from 1% to 3%. So you may be in a rate range of between 65 to 8.5% in that range, um, and, and it's revolving. So you, you basically fund it um, you know, 
on your initial fund. Uh, you can pay it down to zero. You can let it sit there. And then if you need the money, uh, it comes up, you run into an emergency. Instead of tapping into a credit card, utilize that equity in your home, and you always have it on there. Uh, you know, this, this loan is set up for t a 10-year interest only with a 20-year repayment plan on it. So uh, you can have it for a total of 30 years, and you can tap into that equity for the 10-year period where you can charge it up and bring it down, just like a revolving credit card, but with a much more favorable rate than a credit card. Oh, Corey, it's like a third of the payment you'd have required for the same amount you took out or you used on the card. It's about a third of what your required payment would be. I mean, it is so much smarter. And again, pardon the term or pardon the expression, Corey, but um, you're playing with house money. Well, you are, Brian, but, you know, and I can tell you this, I've, I've, in the past, I've always had home equity lines of credit uh, with zero balances on them, but you use it as a rainy day fund. You know, if I need the money, an investment pops up, I need, you know, you need a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000, you can tap right into that without having to go to your bank, without having to qualify. You go and you can get the money immediately and use that for an investment. So you never know in the future, especially with the economy saying where it might go into a recession. Well, when economies go into a recession, there are a lot of investment opportunities that are out there. And if you have access to cash, you may be ahead of your competition and being able to put yourself in that driver's seat and get ahead of uh, you know other people that are trying to get into that opportunity. Corey, we just saw that. I mean, in, with the way the market was when it was completely a seller's market, people with cash was king. And a lot of people were, the, the, there was five and six offers on a house. The more money you had to put down, the better chance you had of getting it. Now, right now, the market's turned. But the beautiful thing, like Corey said, you can have a zero balance and it can sit there for two, three, maybe four years. And you have the security of having those funds available to you at any time without that tremendous um, rate that you're going to have on a credit on, on your typical credit card. Corey, it's an unbelievable opportunity, and we can tell you all about it at Residential Bank Corp. We've got the products. I'd love to hear from you, 702-964-5720. That is my personal sell. I would be happy to explain exactly how a HELOC works and how we can get you into one. Um, Corey, before I let you go, uh, and as a matter of fact, I think uh, we had another guru. Spencer's not here, but Justin Justin Tuck, who's, uh, who is unbelievable with the board and is an engineer here at the station, showed me how I can use two lines at the same time. So I think Clint can hear us and would be able to join. But Corey, that, that brings me to the, the conversation of Wedgwood Homes and the opportunity out there with properties listed through Wedgwood. Yeah, so we've, uh, you know, we've partnered up with Wedgwood Homes. Uh, you know, there is a lender incentive and a seller incentive uh, where the borrower is getting a lower than market rate on those particular homes and substantially lower. And if they go to the website, the website has all the current homes that are listed, and there are quite a few in Nevada. It's just uh, www.bancorp.com forward slash Wedgwood. And if you go to that site, you're able to see these homes. And, and the one really nice thing with the Wedgwood Homes are most of them that I have seen are fully rehabbed. They look like new homes. They go in, they rehab the kitchens, they rehab the bathrooms, and we've been so confident in their homes that we're not even putting on our disclosures for any sort of appraisal reinspection for things that aren't done. Because if there's anything that needs to be done, we'll cover it. But you know, we're, we're so confident that these homes are ready to go. And from what we've seen, they look like they are. And the closings we've had have gone super smooth. And our clients have been really happy with these 
these homes. You know, they, they are spectacular homes. But I, I have a question. I know Clint has gone out there. He's shown a few of these homes. And, you know, and I know he lists a lot of homes out here in Vegas. And I'd like to hear his opinion on, you know, what he thinks about the Wedgwood homes compared to just a standard resale home. You know, it, is, it looks like a better opportunity for me, but I'd like to get his feedback on it. Hey, Clint, you yeah, there? Absolutely. There you go. I am. Can you hear? Yep, we all hear you. Go ahead. All right, perfect. Yeah, so, uh, Corey, yeah, I've toured uh, quite a few of the Wedgwood homes. They are uh, very nice homes. They put a lot of time and effort into turning a property so that a, a new home buyer, whether they're a first-time home buyer or second or investment home, have a good quality place to live in. I tour thousands of homes every year. And I would definitely say the quality and craftsmanship that Wedgwood does put into a home uh, exceeds that of you know industry standards on most properties. You know what I'll say so real quick to, inter- to interject, job. Clint. What and we and you briefly said this earlier, Corey. The cool thing is. It's not like getting a new build where you got to wait and wait and wait for your home. But this is getting a move-in ready quality home right now vacant um, without the waiting period. And that's, Corey, that's kind of what Clint and I were talking about earlier. What a great opportunity that is. Yeah, and, and you can close them quickly. To, to touch on what you said, Brian, instead of waiting for a brand-new home, these ones are like brand-new because they've been fully rehabbed. Uh, most of them have, and you're getting them done quickly. The first home that we got in that we closed, the very first one, they went in, they, they got their offer accepted. We had closed in 17 days from their acceptance of the offer, and from our application date, we closed in 15 days. The last one we just closed, we closed in 15 days from start to finish. So, I mean, you can close all ultimately in two weeks, and they're ready to go. It's not like anything needs to be repaired or fixed, and that's why there there's no reinspection that needs to be done. We get our appraisal, and we move forward with them. So I think it's a spectacular deal, especially with the financing that's available on these properties. I mean, we're, we're seeing rates in the 4, 4% range under government and in the 5% range under conventional. So, um, you know, I take advantage of it because these are rates we haven't seen in many, many months. No question about it, and you couldn't have said it any better. It's you get these great rates, these incentives, and as Corey said, uh, rehabbed homes that are are like new, and you don't have the waiting period. But I will, I will say one other thing with Corey. You know, I'd love to say that it's just on the Wedgwood homes that we can close in 17 days, but I think Clint will attest, Corey, that we can close that way on just about any home that you bring to us. I mean, we want to say it's only Wedgwood, but with w- the cool thing about Wedgwood is you're getting a ton of incentives, and we're closing in a little over two weeks, but. Any property right now, as Clint will tell you, you get your buyer in there, you you bring them to us, they get us what we need, and we get them pre-approved up front. We're going to have you close. Like I said, the last two files we've had with Clint, this one closed uh, uh, still ahead of the contingencies. The last one, like I said, Clint and, and everyone had to tell me to slow down, Corey. So maybe we're going too fast. Well, Brian, I always say you can never you can ne- never go too fast. We're always ready to go. So when when you're ready to close, we'll we'll be have the funds ready to go. Appreciate that is Corey Wood, the chief executive officer of Residential Bank Corp. Every week, Corey joins us on the show at right around six thirty to do the CEO corner with the state of the mortgage industry address. Every week, it's something special. And the cool thing is, people about listening to the show. I like I said, if you want to go to sleep, I'm a great cure for insomnia. But make sure you set the alarm for seven thirty or for six thirty, and you want to. 
check out my guest. But you want to get up and hear what Corey has to say because he's going to project things in advance. Corey told us where interest rates would be right now almost a year ago, everybody. And you know what I'm going to do is I'm going back in the archives. I'm going to play some old tape. Not today because I have to get it, but I'm going to get some old tape for you to hear of some of Corey's projections. I think we are going to eventually... Uh, transition into Nostradamus Mortgage, but that will be down the road a little ways. Corey, as always, appreciate you joining the show. Hey, Brian, it's always a pleasure. You and your listeners have a wonderful weekend. All right, here we go. We got, we, we got to send him off the right way, though, so let's get it done. You've been listening to the CEO Quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Residential Bank Corp's Chief Executive Officer, Corey Wood. Is the man, the myth, the legend, Corey Wood, our, our chief executive officer, and a guy that uh, makes sure we are equipped with the best products to help you, the best loan products, the best advice, the best equipment, the best technology, and we have it all at Residential Bank. Am I bragging about the company? Yeah, I am. I've been there longer than I've been at any the, any other stay along the road, and as Clint can probably attest, uh, loan officers jump around more than a kangaroo on hot coals. Yeah, they, they certainly do. I've, see, I've seen that uh, quite a bit. In fact, I was just looking at my notes. Brian, I think we closed this last, this last property in 14 days. Yep, that's what I was saying. I, I know I, I didn't want to because I know Corey's excited about the Wedgwood, but I, but I have to let him know his company what he has created. We are just we're created for speed, and and the reason for that is there's two definites in life, and and, and the, the, there's no disputing these. If you dispute them, then you're asleep. You're Rip Van Winkle. Number one, time will pass, and number two. Things will change. Those are constants. They're definites. That's going to happen. So you can't... Time is of the essence. And Clint, the last two or three days, has put that in my ear several times because he had a borrower that was not going to leave this planet, which we hope that he doesn't leave for a while, but without making sure his family was set up. And that was my realtor friend's number one priority to make sure it happened. Yes, we'll get paid for doing our job. Okay, and not, neither one of us are, are, aren't happy about that aspect of it. But I'll tell you what, both of us, and you could probably give us a polygraph test on this one, are at least equally as happy that this buyer was able to do what he set out to do. And um, it just worked out well for everyone. It's a cool experience. And those are the great stories I love sharing with you. Clint, real quickly, and I kind of teased this at the beginning of the show, so I want you to do this for me. What should people expect from their real estate agent on the buyer's side and then on the seller's side? All right, so great question. On the buyer's side, I think uh, anybody looking for an agent should really look for that, you know, accountability in an agent. Make sure that somebody is accountable, that they're actually working for the interest of the buyer and not just their own pocketbook. Uh, Make sure that they're accessible by phone, email, you know, within a reasonable timeline. I would probably say, Brian, you and I might be the exception to the rule that we take calls really late at night uh, on vacations. I'm not saying that every uh, consumer out there should expect their real estate agent to, you know, cancel their vacation to take a phone call. Um, But, you know, something that's within reason. From the selling side, I think it's important that, uh, you know, as a listing agent that we inform our and educate our sellers. Where's our current market? Where the prices are now versus where the prices have been in the past. And keeping that communication um, is, I think, key between both buyers, sellers, uh, you know, the real estate agent and the mortgage professional, because without that communication, that's where a lot of disappointment sets in, a lot of misunderstanding 
can come through. And that's probably the biggest hurdle that I've seen other clients that have come to me. They've used, you know, a friend, a cousin, a relative that may have been a real estate agent, and they just didn't get that customer service. So it's definitely important for them to, you know, feel like they're cared about and they're number one. Sorry about that. I turned my own mic off, but uh, I um I I couldn't agree with you more. I I always say that when I bring a borrower in, it sounds really almost condescending, and it's not in any way, shape, or form. I interview them. By interviewing them, I get to know them. I get to understand what their wants and their needs are. It's not harsh in any way. It's usually a friendly, laughing conversation. As you can imagine, my appointments might take a little bit longer because I do talk a little tiny bit, maybe more than the average person. All right. <laughs> hey, but, agreed. Okay. I, I didn't. I didn't expect you to, to to disagree with that one. But then again, I didn't ask you, so you know you had to chime in on that one, anyways. <laughs> but um. But no. In all seriousness, uh, you know, it is it is vitally important that you assess the. Those things and Clint, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to finish a sentence for me. Okay, you are talking to a um to somebody and uh, talking to a friend of yours, and they said to you, Clint, what you know, what would make you or what would what what is the criteria you use for picking out a lender, and what should, what and, and and further to, to expound on that, what criteria should realtors look for? Probably similar things, but when they're when they're looking to get a lender. Looking for a lender, uh, same thing, that customer service, I think, is very important. A lender that's willing to listen to the needs of, you know, the buyer or the real estate agent, someone who's really there, like you said, where you do this interview, I think it's it's very important for a lender to get a buyer into the right program. And oftentimes I've seen lenders that just do what's in their best interest. Um, and that's what I like about Residential Bancorp is you guys put somebody in a program that's going to be the best fit for them. Well, that and you know, and, and again, tooting the horn of the company itself. What I really like about what we do, and and I know this is pleasing, is every contract is going to contain something called contingencies. And what they simply are are they are dates or time frames you need to get accomplished certain things that have to be done within the loan process. One is an appraisal. You know, one is a loan contingency. The very first one, the realtor needs to know. Hey, okay, now that we've we're under contract, let me know for one hundred percent sure this buyer can buy this property. The listing agent needs to know that, and they put a contingency on there that if, if we don't know that by this date, uh, the earnest money is going to be gone. You're not going to get that back. So you've got till this date to tell us the loan is good or not, or the earnest money is gone. There are th- those are the pressure things. The appraisal, you're given 10 days to two weeks, which to me is too long, but appraisals have been a challenge since the world changed back in 2008 and 9. So it does take a little bit longer for them, but you've got a contingency on when they expect the appraisal back. And then the most important contingency of them all. The, the date the loan is required to close. And all those things need to be looked at as a loan officer, as a realtor. The realtors write the contract. They know those dates. Loan officers, the day you get that contract, you better look at every one of those dates because those dates mean the world to your business because your business is real estate agents and borrowers. And you have to meet those contingencies. So that is the first thing that we are t- taught to concentrate on at Residential Bank Corp. And, uh, and we do. Listen, we are almost out of time. Clint, I want one more time. You yourself, give out all of your contact information. Once again, Again, Clint Whiting, Innovative Realty. And uh, you can reach me direct at 702-379-2512, or you can email me at clintsellsvegas at gmail.com. And then there you go. Once again, Clint Whiting, he is available. I'm available. Once again, Brian Feldman, 702-964-5720. Not afraid to give our phone numbers out on 
the air. And that is going to, as I mentioned, that is going to do it for us uh, for today. Clint, thanks a lot, my friend. We appreciate you. We will talk soon. Here every time, every Friday, same time, same place, KSHP 1400, 6 to 7 o'clock. Next week, Derek Hendricks, our branch manager in Colorado. Don't miss it. You've been listening to Rent It, Buy It, Refi It on KSHP 1400 AM. If you own or plan to own a home in the state of Nevada, make sure to check out Brian, Louie, and the rest of the Residential Bank Corp crew, along with the mortgage and real estate industry leaders and experts every Friday night at 6. Remember, if you're looking for any information regarding mortgage programs, go to residentialbankcorp.com. Or give Brian Feldman a call personally at 702-964-5720. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time.